It's okay to judge. Hello, welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. Yes, I just said that originally. It is okay to judge. What do I mean by this? Well, I was watching YouTube and going across some TikTok on the old social media platform, and I came across videos of preachers who basically go out to the uh, <coughs> excuse me LGBT community. And out there, they preach the word of God to the best of your ability to, and they come across people that they try to help out. I don't disagree with this, but you get to see a whole lot of stuff going on. And for those who don't believe in the supernatural, oof, this is one heck of an interesting experience. I'm watching as basically there was a black guy and a white guy, and they go off, they preach at street corners in the LGBT community, bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ. To those people, you get to see a bunch of how people really don't like Jesus Christ, at least Jesus of the gospel, or about God. You get to see how hmm, they really do like the Jesus Christ of progressivism, which teaches them that homosexuality is not a sin, and teaches you that love is just love, who really cares at the end of the day. You get to see the hysteria that they have towards people who preach the truth of the gospel. I saw this one gal coming up and start yelling at a preacher. Get very frustrated, very angry at him. And her thing was, and she said this in a very judgmental, condemnation type of tone, in the way she presented herself physically, in the way she presented herself in her tone of voice and what she was saying. Who are you to judge, huh? Who are you to judge? If a man loves a man, a man should be able to marry a man and have sex with them. And if a woman loves a woman, they should be able to get together and have sex. It's fine. It's natural. It's God put it on this earth. God created homosexuality. Homosexuality is on the earth. And anything on the earth is, is what God put there. Therefore, it's okay because God put it there. My gosh justification if I've ever heard of it or attempted justification because you can try to justify yourself in any way before a judge or a creator or before whomever that doesn't mean you're going to create a good excuse or judge or that your um, decision is going to work out this guy was screaming about it and he, this preacher said very calmly to her what about pedophilia what about rape? There's pedophiles out there who molest children, rapists who rape women, children, and even other men. They're here. They're on this earth. They said that they've just always been that way. And this gal is kind of taken aback and goes, well, that's not what I mean. And he goes, well, wait, hold on. You want to hold to your standard. Your standard was, if it is here on earth, it is good because God put it here. That's why it is good. But suddenly, you can't hold that perspective because now you're talking about rapists, child molesters, you know, pedophilia. We all know these are evil. It's amazing to see how she recoiled, that Satan recoiled it. There's another gal who came up a while later on. And she was basically telling this preacher, go home. No one wants to hear what you have to say. And she was yelling at this. And he goes, no, I have the right to be here. I'm on a public ground. I can... Preach right here. And she goes, I'm sick of hearing your voice. I'm sick of hearing you all the time. 
Now, I'm not sure how many times that preacher actually showed up and preached in that street corner. I'm guessing that she uh, used a bit of hyperbole. For anyone who doesn't know what hyperbole means, it is uh, dramatic talk. Like, let's say, uh, let's say you got a little paper cloud on your finger, and you go, "I get my, you know, my arm was sliced open, and look at this, so much blood." There's like a drop of blood from a paper cut. Cut, you know. And I, I always like to joke around. It's like, uh, like if Donald Trump were to eat one, one, uh, one thing of ice cream, and the news would go ballistic and say, "Oh my gosh, he only eats vanilla. He must eat orange and chocolate." And every other kind of ice cream. He hates all those other ones, just this one. That, you know. Anyways, that's hyperbole. This gal is yelling at this guy, saying, Oh my gosh, you are so here all the time. I'm sick of hearing your voice. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. And she goes, If you, if you don't leave, I'm going to scream. And he's like, What are you talking about? And she literally goes, bah! Like screaming this. Just screaming at this guy. Screaming to shut him up. I read in the Bible how when demonic demonic entities come into a bo- person, their body, what they are, what they do to that person, how they make that person react. And you read about this in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus driving out unpure, impure spirits with a scream. The spirit, the, the the evil spirit came out of him um, with this motion. The evil spirit moved on, or weeping and gnashing of teeth. You hear about this all from demonic encounters. Which makes me believe that these people are under the influence of the Satan, of Satan, of the Satan. Now, here's a big question when also was raised with me when I was thinking about this. Are we allowed to judge? Because Satan comes in and he's going to tell you, how dare you judge? The Bible says you don't judge. How dare you even think? about judging anybody you have no authority to. Yes, you're right. We are told not to judge in a horrible way. However, Matthew Matthew chapter 1 verse, uh, Matthew chapter 7, sorry, verse 1 does say, do not judge or you too will be judged. But when we read in Matthew, to which you judge others, you will be held accountable to the same way. You will be judged in the same way you judge others. In the book of Matthew, chapter 7, in the same way you judge others, God will judge you. That is true. He also, Jesus, when he talks about taking them, before you pull the plank, uh, the speck out of your neighbor's eye, pull the plank out of yours. Now, these are not verses to say that you can't judge a situation. You are allowed to judge a situation. If you think a situation like if you're uh, seeing someone being abusive, you can judge a situation and go, I don't think it's safe to go in. You can listen to someone arguing the merits of a point, and you can judge a situa- judge that point and say it's good or bad. What he's pointing out is if you are going to say you shouldn't be an alcoholic, and yet you drink copious amounts of alcohol, you should not commit adultery, yet you do commit adultery. To those who you judge, you'll be judged the exact same way. So before you fix a person's problems, make sure you're pro- you don't have the same problem as they do, in other words. But Satan likes to come in all the time and tell them, how dare you judge them? How dare you? You are so horrible. You are judging. God's job is to judge. No, we can judge. The only thing we cannot do is condemn. Like say, you're going to hell. You are going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell. 
The Bible is clear. We have no authority on that grounds. We do not determine someone's fate. We do not determine their eternal destiny. That's not our place to determine. We can judge sin when we see sin. I can't, I mean, put it this way. If you saw a woman raped right in front of you, are you going to sit there and go, well, yeah, I think it's bad, but who am I to judge? I, I can't judge. God told me not to judge. Or are you going to say, this woman who is just being raped in front of me, is this is, Ill, this is an evil attack, and you're going to do everything you can to stop this person from raping a woman. So yes, you can judge, but you cannot condemn that person. Well, condemn them as in, again, going to hell. You can say your actions, if you do not repent, this is what the Bible teaches. Repent, brothers and sisters, otherwise you will be going to hell. That's what the Bible teaches. I'm not saying I'm sending you to hell. I'm saying the Bible teaches. That's a different story. If I were to uh, preach to Mormons and go, you need to repent of Joseph Smith and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Repent or the result, the result says here in the Bible, you will spend eternity and separate from God in hell. I can tell an atheist that if you choose not to live with God, you will spend an eternity away from God. Because those are things that are true. But I'm putting this more as a, if you choose this path, it will lead this direction. Just like if you talk to somebody who is an alcoholic or a drug addict or someone who suffers with addiction, you say to them, like when you say on TLC's um, intervention, they'll say things like, if you continue to drink, your liver will shut down, you will die. Your kidneys will fail, you will die. You keep taking this drug, it will destroy you, you will die. You keep doing this particular bad thing, you will die. It's not the fact that they're saying, you're dead. I'm gonna, I can condemn you to death. They're saying, if you continue this path and don't change your ways, this is what happens. So yes, as Christians, we can look at a homosexual community and say, if they don't repent of their ways and turn from it, hell awaits. Because the Bible does teach that. But also, the final, final thought here. The people who want tolerance the most, who scream from it in the LGBT community, I'm talking to those people too. So if you're LGBT, or you have friends or family who are LGBT, and, they are, and you know somebody like this, let them listen in. I'll go and talk to them right now. You're claiming to be the most tolerant people in the world. To be the most loving. Love is love. However, the problem is this. Your community is not tolerance. It is not love. It has never known tolerance or love. The only people you tolerate and love are the ones who agree with your perspective. That's not tolerance. That's not love. That's a cult mentality. Tolerance and love are people who you disagree with 110% and still respect. And still live with them. That's tolerance. You don't like them, but you tolerate them. You let them speak and let them have their own words. So, final note here. Christians, you can judge. You cannot condemn. In LGBT community, you need to know Jesus Christ. Plain and simple. You love living in your own ways. You guys love living in your sin because it makes you feel good. Because it's the thing you want. 
You want it so badly. But all it's going to do is lead you to destruction and ultimately to hell. That's where it's going to lead you. So it'll feel great in this season. It will. But it'll lead you nothing but dead and empty. So, until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.